Hi friends, this is Key Ministry, the podcast, and I am one of your co-hosts, Sandra Peoples. This is episode 14, and today I'm sharing four supportive steps to take when a family in your church receives a special needs diagnosis. The days after a parent hears that their child has a disability or special need can be really difficult days. It may happen in the OB's office when they notice something on the sonogram. It may be right after giving birth. It may come when the child is a toddler and not hitting typical milestones. It may come when the prospective parents open a child's file and feel the desire to adopt. My parents got my sister's Down syndrome diagnosis at her birth in 1977. They were brand new parents, surprised and confused by the news. We got my son's autism diagnosis after his third birthday. I was finally honest with his pediatrician at his well visit checkup um, about some of the delays we saw, but then we got put on a wait list to get the testing that he needed to get a diagnosis. So even that process took a few months. And even though we got the diagnosis we were expecting, it was still really hard for us to process. When a family receives a diagnosis, most parents go through some kind of a mourning process. The expectations and dreams that they had for their child have to die, and new ones must take root. Uh, Some families are in a whirlwind of doctor's appointments. Some feel like they are learning a new language of acronyms and medical terms. During this season, whatever these parents are experiencing, they need an anchor to help study them, and their church should be that anchor. All special needs parents, no matter when they get their child's diagnosis or what diagnosis that is, they need support from their church. And if you want to show them how much you care, I have four tips, four ideas for the days after the diagnosis and even for the years that follow. So let's go through those four suggestions and um, hopefully this will help you as you serve the families in your church. Number one. If you are a pastor, children's minister, small group leader, whatever your role is, and you are visiting a couple who just had a baby and they found out that that baby has a disability, first, rejoice with them for the life of the child God has given them. Uh, This is not the time to come in and say that you're sorry um, or, or make them feel like this gift of life is bad or negative. Um, this is also not the time to offer trite phrases or unbiblical promises. Don't say, God won't give you more than you can handle, or any of those phrases that are just really not that helpful. If you're nervous about what to say, just keep it simple and be ready to listen. Remind them of the hope we have in Christ and point them to the truth of Scripture. Assure them that the church will love and accept their child every day of that child's life and that you will be an advocate for them. Number two, help meet practical needs. Do they need meals? Do they need help with things around the house, like mowing the lawn? Do they need rides to church for the other kids in the family? Think of ways the church can offer real help for these families who are adjusting to a new normal. I like to encourage those who are offering help not to say, let us know if you need anything. 
Um, It sounds like a helpful phrase, but really it puts the burden back on the parents or the family, and they are already experiencing decision fatigue, and they may not be able to articulate or communicate what they need. So it's easier on them if you offer what you can and let them respond with yes or no. Something like, I'm picking up pizza for our dinner on Tuesday. Can I order an extra for you and drop it off at 5.30? So anything that you can do that they just have to say yes or no really helps them lower their decision fatigue and stress. Number three, pray for the family and pray over them. After our son's autism diagnosis, only one person prayed out loud over me, and she was a visitor to the Sunday school class that I taught. Now, many people said they were praying for us, which, of course, is helpful and encouraging, but it was even more moving to hear the words spoken to our Father on our behalf. If you can't be with the family in person to pray, write a card or send a text with the prayer included or the verse that you're praying for them. Give them something to read again in their hardest moments. Give them something that they can hold on to. And number four, make plans to accommodate the needs of the child to the best of the church's ability and pray for the resources to do so. Most children with disabilities need some accommodations to be fully included in church activities. Be willing to learn what they will need as the child grows. If you need help doing this, Key Ministry provides free consultations and has a lot of resources on the website. So check out keyministry.org to get started there. Having a child with special needs changes everything. Uh, It changes relationships, routines that used to be easy, take extra work um, for the family directly impacted by the diagnosis and for friends, families, and churches who are supporting that family. But showing the love of Christ when a family needs it the most is the role of the church. That love that your church shows can be an anchor for them during the first challenging days and even in the decades to come. I hope these four steps were helpful. I'm so thankful for those who were there for us when James was diagnosed with autism. We tried to learn from that experience so we could minister to others in similar circumstances. As scripture says, we comfort others with the comfort we receive. The Holy Spirit is with us as we sit with others in their confusion or in their grief, and he provides us with the words of hope to share. Thank you for taking time to listen today and hopefully get some ideas you can put into practice as you minister to families. It would be awesome if you would take just one more minute to rate our podcast and leave a review. This is a big help to others who wonder if this podcast is the right one for them. We will meet you back here next week for another episode of Key Ministry, the podcast.